No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Well, hello everyone, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of us here at Always More TV. I'm Rebecca Keener and we have been in a little series celebrating Christmas and talking about the Holy Spirit in Christmas. You know, we always think about the Mother Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the wise men, but oftentimes we forget about the role that the Holy Spirit played in Christmas. So it's been our joy to bring you these messages the last few weeks, and I hope they've been a blessing to you. You can always go back on our YouTube channel and you can catch up if you missed any of them because I believe that these messages will carry you into the next year and that this is going to be one of the greatest Christmases that we have ever known in the history of all of the church. I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is coming back in such a miraculous way this year and it's a very pivotal year. So we want to talk about that right now and I want to bring a, a teaching to you about a man named Simeon and he is not necessarily in the birth of Christ but he's in, he has a very important role that he plays uh, 40 days after Christ has been born. And so I want to read that to you in Luke chapter 1 and 2. And we talked about a little homework assignment for all of us over this Christmas season. If you would, take time to read the account of Jesus' birth and all that took place even beforehand in Luke chapter 1 and chapter 2. And I know it will bless you. So we're going to be looking at Simeon, the life of Simeon in Luke chapter 2 starting at verse 25 let's have a word of prayer we'll get right into our lesson lord in the name of jesus just bless that person who's tuning in with us today bless their family bless their home lord let your presence be there heal lord touch open our eyes to see something new in the scriptures that we've never seen before lord we ask we need the holy spirit this christmas and this new year as never before in your holy and precious name we pray, amen. And everyone said, amen, amen, hallelujah. Well, we're looking at verse 25, chapter two of the book of Luke, talking about Simeon. And it says this, uh, Jesus is being presented in the temple by his mother, Mary, and uh, by Joseph. And it says, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout. He was waiting for the consolation, uh, capital C, who is Jesus Christ, the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Isn't that a great thing to say about someone? Wouldn't you love that if somebody said that of you? This is my friend uh, Joy, and the Holy Spirit is upon her. This is my friend Paul, and the Holy Spirit is upon him. Isn't that beautiful? Then it goes on to say, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit to the temple. Amen. And that's where we want to talk about right there. He came, say that with me, he came by the Spirit to the temple. 
Hallelujah. That's where lives are changed. Then it goes on to say, And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and he blessed him. And, uh, and he blessed God and he said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And then it goes on to say in verse 33, and Joseph and his mother marveled, they marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So Simeon began even to prophesy to Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, about what his destiny would be. He was born to die, to rise again, to crush the power of Satan's sin, as the old song says. So today, looking at the, um, looking at the life of Simeon and the role he plays in the early days, this was 40 days after Jesus had been born in a manger in Bethlehem, as we uh, now know, and we can find that account if you will read it, um, back in uh, Luke chapter 2, and um, it, it, it gives you the details, which is a wonderful thing to read over your uh, family every year. And it lays out the account of how Mary and Joseph uh, had come to Bethlehem, and they were with child, she was with child, and they were looking for a place, an inn, but there was no room in the inn. And so uh, they wound up, of course, as you know, going to find a manger out in the back where animals and stable, a stable where horses and animals were uh, being fed and held. And that is where the Christ child came forth. And verse 8 says this of, of chapter 2, now there were in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. That's what Jesus Christ is for, to bring you good news, good tidings of great joy which will be to all people, amen, all people, every people upon the earth, Jesus Christ came for us all. He died for all. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising and saying, Glory to God, in the highest, and peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. But in looking at 
this account of what took place with Jesus's miraculous birth, his miraculous conception, the infilling of the Holy Spirit upon John, Zacharias, and Elizabeth, and then leading up to this encounter between Joseph and Mary in the temple with uh, Simeon. Such an amazing thing happened here, and I just want to review that with you. Uh, the scriptures say here that the Holy Spirit was upon Simeon, that he, he uh, favored Simeon, that Simeon was a carrier of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And apparently from what the scriptures are saying, he had searched for the consolation of Israel. He had searched for the Savior of Israel. He had searched for the King. And he uh, was waiting in expectation and he asked God, he said, God, please don't let me die. Don't let me pass and go to heaven before I see Jesus Christ. And how many of us need to be that way? We need to say, Lord, don't let me spend my whole life just going through the motions, just, just living in, in the just day to day, trying to pay my bills and miss seeing Jesus Christ. Well, see, this was the cry of Simeon's heart. And he had the Holy Spirit upon him because he longed for this. He longed for the supernatural. He longed for that encounter with God. And then it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 26, that the Holy Spirit revealed to him. He revealed that Jesus Christ was coming, that Jesus was was the one that he was holding up and blessing God for. He, it was by the revelation of the Holy Spirit that he even knew Jesus. And that's the same with us today. We can't even come to Jesus Christ if it weren't for the Holy Spirit. The scriptures say who draws us, who compels us, who brings us, who leads us to seek him and to show us our great need for him. And you may be that way today. Maybe you've said, well, I've lived my whole life and I, I really, why do I need Jesus? I'm doing good. I've got plenty of money. My family's happy. Why do we need Jesus? You know what? It takes the power of the Holy Spirit intervening into your life, coming into your life, coming upon you and showing you your great need. And it was that way in my life. I didn't even know I needed Jesus until the Holy Spirit came and showed me that there was a better way to live my life. And that was through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful he did. Aren't you? Amen. And then the Holy Spirit led Simeon to the temple to meet Jesus. And this is a part, this is something I want to just kind of camp out on for a little bit here with you today. The Holy Spirit led Simeon to encounter Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit led Simeon to the temple. Amen. In other words, he led him to church. We are the church of Jesus Christ, but there also is a place, a gathering place that God has prepared for you and God has prepared for me, a place where we can encounter Jesus Christ with other believers in the body of Christ. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is alive and well. We may have been through some difficult times this year. We may have been through some uh, shutdowns and some times of disillusionment and not knowing, Lord, are we going to get to go back and fellowship with other believers again? Are, how are you going to bring us through this time? And you know, God 
has given us the promise through Jesus Christ who said, I will build, he said to Peter, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell. If you felt like the gates of hell have come against you this year, maybe through sickness, through loss, through death, through economic downturns, I'm here to tell you today that the church triumphant will rise. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ will march on and is alive and well, and we will do together great and mighty exploits for the Lord and to build his kingdom. But you see that Simeon had to be led to the temple by the Holy Spirit. He had to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to his heart and bring him at just the right moment, just the right time, so that he would be there when Mary and Joseph were there and their lives would intersect and he immediately knew, this is the Christ child. This is who I have been believing for before I pass away, to see the salvation of mankind. And his life, his life dream was fulfilled in that moment. And do you know that same thing is so true with each of us today that great things happen when we get in a body of believers and when we gather together, Jesus shows up. The Bible says where two or more are gathered together, there I am also. Jesus Christ is right in the midst. So when we gather together with other believers to pray, to worship, to acknowledge God, to give thanks to Him for all He has done and seeing us through, Jesus comes in an amazing way. And destinies are fulfilled. Purposes are filled. Things happen that can't happen anywhere else. And so I just want to encourage you during this time where maybe some of us have felt isolated, like we couldn't go to church, or maybe our church was shut down, there still is that gathering together of God's people, whether it's in prayer on the phone or Zoom calls or um, just keeping your spirit alive by talking to a fellow believer on the phone and, and being accountable to one another and sharing with one another. We encounter Jesus when we come together. And as we go into this next new year, I believe that as we go into the temple, just as Simeon did, to worship that we're going to encounter Jesus Christ as never before. I believe, and I want to step out by faith and prophesy that this is going to be the greatest year of the church as never before. This will be the year that the church will arise and shine almost like a sleeping giant. You know, we have seen the political um, culture, the political realm being kind of at the forefront of what's happening in our world. We have seen the scientific world being highlighted. And it seems as if, it seems as if, where is the church? Where is the voice of the church? But I'm telling you by the power of the Holy Spirit that the church is arising even now as we speak and great things are happening. Even in the end of this year, we've seen mass gatherings, prayer gatherings in Washington, D.C., believing uh, for our country, believing for the world, believing for the nations to come back to Jesus Christ, believing for revival. You see, the church is outside the four walls and 
and we are making a difference upon this earth and we're gonna see the fruit of it in this coming year as we never have before. I was remembering the, the quote the other day, I wrote it down by Thomas Merton who said, into this world, this demented end, in which there is absolutely no room for him at all, Christ comes uninvited. And you know, even as the world seems to get darker and darker, the Bible tells us that the church gets brighter and brighter. This little ornament reminds me to shine my light for Jesus Christ. It was given to me a couple of years back by a dear friend of mine named Rose. I hope she's watching today. And it really means a lot to me. Every year when I put it on the tree, it reminds me to be shiny and bright for Jesus Christ. And the deeper meaning of this little ornament that I love so much is, Becky, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, and I want to speak that to you today. Don't be afraid to shine your light for Jesus Christ. He needs you in this dark and demented world to shine your light for Jesus Christ. And so as we look into the next year, I want to hear from you. I want to ask you the question, how are you planning to shine your light for Jesus Christ? What are some things that you are doing in your life? I want to know about you. I want to hear about your life, who you are, where you're serving, where you go to church, what are some ways that God is using you in, in your family, in your community. And I wanna encourage you today to remember throughout this coming year, no matter what happens, no matter what it looks like, always be shiny and bright for Jesus Christ. We love you here at Always More TV. Check out our program listing guide on alwaysmortv.org and connect with us on YouTube We'd love to connect with you. Have a great Christmas and a very happy new year. The Holy Spirit, when He comes on us, He will make us part of history where ordinary people become extraordinary. We talked about that in our last program, but think about Simeon. He was just an ordinary man who loved the Lord. He wanted to follow His ways. He wanted to see the Savior. He had all these things hidden in his heart. He came to the temple and he had a divine encounter with our Lord and Savior and his life was changed. So when we give our ordinary life or what seems ordinary, our ordinary home, we give what little we have to Jesus Christ. He makes it extraordinary. Amen. And then the Holy Spirit will cause you to give yourself away. He will cause you to, He will come on you, He will fill you. And just even as Mary said, Lord, be it unto me as you have spoken, I will bring forth your son into the earth. And she was willing, she was obedient. Just as the word says, when you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. And so it is with us that when we are obedient, when we're willing, to allow the Holy Spirit to come on us. He can do mighty things through us. We may think it's just something small and insignificant and, you know, it really doesn't matter. Maybe you don't have anybody cheerleading you. Maybe you don't have anybody saying, good job, way to go. Um, you know, that's awesome. What you're doing for the Lord is great. I want to be that cheerleader for you. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter how seemingly small that act of obedience is or big, it, all of that is important to God. And He 
is the one cheering you on. He's the one who is uh, championing you to do great and mighty things for him here on earth. And you, you just go with it with all you've got and do everything you can for God while you're on this earth. And then the last thing is that the, when the glory of the Lord, when the Holy Spirit comes on us, we will marvel. We'll, we'll look at it and say, I don't even know how that happened. I don't even know how the Lord knitted all that together. I don't even know. Do you, do you know, it has been such a dream of mine my whole life since I was a little girl to do media. My mother and I would get in the kitchen and we'd pretend we had microphones and we'd pretend we were Julia Childs and we were doing a cooking show and we had a television program. And that was when I was a little girl and I carried that in my heart. And then I was able to give my testimony with the Oral Roberts program when President Roberts was alive. And, and I shared that some 40 years ago and now you know, the Lord brings everything full circle in our life. Just a few years ago, uh, back in 2014, the Lord opened the door for me to be able to begin to do Christian media and to preach and teach the Word of God. See, only God can do that. Only God can bring all of these things to fruition in our life, and He will cause us. We just look back and say... That was none of me and all of him. I don't even know how that happened. I don't even know how it came about. I just made myself available and look what God did. You will marvel. That's what Joseph and Mary did. When Simeon began to prophesy and speak about Jesus and held him up and, and, and blessed him and spoke the things he did to God, they marveled. They were like, wow, what child is this? Amen. And the same goes for us. When we allow the Holy Spirit to come into our life, His glory comes on us. And His glory is coming on you this year. That's why we sing so many hymns at Christmas time. Maybe you've wondered this. Glory, glory in excelsis Deo. Uh, I remember singing that back even in high school choir. We would sing that. And uh, glory in the highest. And uh, we sing about his glory at Christmas time. We sing about good tidings. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Let nothing, let nothing you dismay. I want to speak that to your spirit today. Don't be dismayed about anything. Don't be in despair. Because if you're a Christian, if you've given your life to Jesus Christ, the best is yet to come. Things are just going to get brighter and brighter. And better and better because that's what the word says. The path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. So I want to encourage you today to allow the glory of the Lord, the glory of Christmas, the glory of the Holy Spirit just to come on you and overshadow you just as he did the mother Mary. And he will cause you to dream again and to birth things out in the years that you have here on this earth. And, you know, again, so much of this happens. So much of our destiny happens. I don't know why or how, but when we gather together with other believers, when we go to church, if you don't have a good church and you've given your life to Jesus Christ, maybe you've been watching this program, find you a, 
Holy Spirit-filled church and a Holy Spirit-filled pastor who will preach the Word of God to you. And you can get in fellowship with other believers and, and worship together and believe God together. And I believe that this is going to be the church's finest hour, that when we come together, that there's going to be such an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that revival will sweep across the world. You know, at the beginning of this year and all of the pandemic, the Lord spoke to me, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and He said, I am turning the church, my church, on its ear, on its ear. I heard that so clearly in my spirit, down deep in my spirit, where we hear that still small voice. And, you know, we have seen that. We have seen how the Holy Spirit has gotten our attention. He's gotten our ear as never before. And we're listening to him and we're saying, Lord, what is happening? Lord, what do we do as the church? How can we make a difference? How can we help people? How can we encourage people? And God is doing that. And I just want to encourage you to find a church. Pray about getting in a church. And I thank the Lord for our church and our pastor who has been such a blessing. And all the pastors that the Lord has placed in my life, throughout my life, I look back and I think, Lord, how blessed I've been to have had that impartation, to have that word, that encouragement. And, you know, we need the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ now more than ever. I believe that when you get plugged in and rooted in a church, that God will meet you there just as he met Simeon and the Holy Spirit will be upon you and he will use you in big ways and in small ways. You know, sometimes if you just show up, when I worked on a church staff here in Gainesville, Georgia, people would say to me, I've been coming here for a year. I've been coming here for two years. I don't know how to get involved. How do I get involved? And you know what the Holy Spirit would encourage me to say to people? Just come early and stay late. Amen. Just come. The, the saints used to say we would tarry before the Lord. We'd just get in His presence and we wouldn't want to leave. I believe that's what's coming back to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in this coming year. And it's going to be the most amazing year we have ever experienced in the church that God has a hope and a future for His church and that He is going to reveal Himself in amazing ways. The glory of God is coming on the church. So you get ready. It's going to be a wave and you're going to be a big part of that. He's going to use you in a powerful way. I want to pray with you today. I want to pray for you to find a church if you don't have a church because the Lord wants to plug you in with some phenomenal people who will change your life. Lord Jesus, we come to you now and I thank you for every single person who has watched this program today. And Lord, just like Simeon, we want the Holy Spirit to come upon us so we will see Christ. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters watching today that you will plug them into a church and their lives will be changed forevermore use them use the gifts of the holy spirit in them to make a mark on this world for jesus christ and we give you praise and glory and honor for it i want to say happy new year to all of you and thank you so much for being with us through these programs on the holy spirit and just like a commercial I saw the other day on television, so good, it said, let's end the year with what matters. Amen. 
Let's end the year with what matters. Well, what matters is the power of the Holy Ghost. And He is coming on you. He's coming on your family. He's going to use you in this coming year in ways you never dreamed. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we look forward to being back with you again on Always More TV. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.